Hello and welcome to the Golden Wheel Tavern. Today's an excellent day. I just got a new wine in, and a new beer, and a new water jug. Well, actually, I just got one jug, but this isn't any normal jug. It's an alchemy jug. It can produce wine, water, beer, honey, vinegar, acid, poison, oil, so many things. Of course, it can only make one type of liquid a day, and each has their upper limit for amount, but it is still endless product. I had this incredible jug commissioned. You know what? We'll discuss those who make magic items like this moneymaker I got here. We'll discuss artificers today. An artificer is a tinkerer, an inventor, while a wizard is a scholar who studies magic and the weave thereof, seeing it as an incredible pool of deep knowledge and power. An artificer sees magic as a complex system of rules and procedure waiting to be deciphered, broken down, and controlled. They see magic as a form of science and wish to understand it and use it in their inventions. It is this understanding of magic and the control thereof that allows an artificer to create incredible items and a society of artificers to create entire cities filled with the most wondrous devices. An artificer's devices are not to be trifled with. An artificer aligned to protect and heal their allies can save countless lives from untold dangers. But an artificer aligned to harm one who has been hired by armies or as a mercenary is a deadly threat to all they meet, armed to the teeth with devices and tools simply designed to cause harm. In either case, they build incredible and awe-inspiring tools to change the world around them. An artificer is just like a wizard in regards to their motivation for adventuring. An artificer is always looking for new lore new secrets, new techniques, and new magic to weave into their creations. An artificer's dream is to find a new method of creation or invent something that utterly changes how the world works. They are always in search of a new source of elemental energy or a brand new type of metal, more suited for certain tasks. An artificer might also adventure in order to test out their new devices. A wizard is a sage looking for knowledge, but an artificer is a researcher looking to dissect the findings. An artificer, like so many other classes, gets the middle-of-the-road hit die, the D8. As typical, this is meant to encourage a varied combat style from the artificer, allowing them to decide between sitting in the back or getting up front and holding the front line. Their armor proficiencies also support this, giving them proficiency in light and medium armor and shields. So if an artificer wants, they can somewhat tank themselves up with armor. With regard to their weapon proficiencies, they get proficiency with just simple weapons. While this doesn't give them total variety in their weapons, it still gives them a decent amount of options in regards to their weapons and battle tactics. Artificers do get a very special type of weapon proficiency though. In some far off places, some worlds far beyond the veil, some far flung corners of the multiverse have discovered the secrets of gunpowder and have developed firearm guns. If an artificer lives in a place where guns and firearms are at least 
somewhat common, and the Artificer has interacted and had experience with firearms before, an Artificer will have proficiency with firearms. In regards to their saving throws, the Artificer gets constitution and intelligence saving throws. The Artificer uses their intellect to create devices that they use for their abilities, and their spellcasting ability is intelligence. So it makes sense that they'd get proficiency in those saving throws. In regards to constitution saving throws, that might come from the fact that they can mix it up and get up close in battle, so they can benefit from having high constitution, but a high constitution benefits everyone, so it's not very special. The Artificer gets a large mix of class abilities and subclass abilities, so we have a lot to cover. One of their abilities that they get at level 1 is an ability that fits the idea behind an Artificer perfectly. An Artificer at level 1 gets the Magical Tinkering ability. With this ability, they can infuse a very small object with some magic. An Artificer with a Tinkerer's or other artisan's tool in hand can touch a tiny non-magical object and give it a certain magical property. An Artificer can select a couple different effects, such as allowing the item to shed bright light for 5 feet and dim light for another 5, allowing the item to record a short message that will play whenever the item is touched, causing the item to emit a constant odor or a sound that can be sensed up to 10 feet away, or they can make a static image appear on the item, that image being a picture, up to 25 words of text, lines and shapes, or any combination of those elements. The effect set by the Artificer lasts until they dismiss it, by using their action and touching the item. An Artificer can have a number of these effects going at once up to a number of times equal to the Artificer's intelligence modifier, but only one effect can be on one given item at a time. If the Artificer tries to enhance a new object with these properties, while already having their maximum number of items already enchanted, the oldest of their magically tinkered items, in regards to when they were magically tinkered, loses its magical properties. The Artificer is a spellcaster. We've discussed full casters, such as the wizard and sorcerer, and we've discussed the half casters, being rangers and paladins. Artificers fall into a slightly unique category, not as unique as the warlock, but the Artificer is a small step above the ranger and paladin. Neither of the basic half-caster classes get any cantrips, but the Artificer gets spellcasting at level 1, alongside gaining cantrips. This is also exemplified in the rules for when an adventurer wants to be both an Artificer and another caster class. To determine what level caster they are, which is used for determining spell slots, an adventurer that takes levels in Paladin or Ranger uses half their levels in that class rounded down for determining caster level, but as an artificer, the adventurer takes half their levels rounded up for this calculation. Now, an artificer, as was previously mentioned, gets spellcasting at level 1. They are of the spells prepared type, preparing a number of spells equal to their intelligence modifier, plus half their level rounded down. To create a new list of spells, an Artificer spends one minute per spell level for each spell on a new list the Artificer wants to prepare. An Artificer's casting ability is Intelligence. 
due to their pursuit of new techniques and exactly how they cast their spells. An artificer has the ability to ritual cast spells they have prepared, meaning that they can take an extra 10 minutes to cast a spell with the ritual tag and cast it without expending a spell slot. An artificer's spellcasting focus is unique. Any other caster can use material components instead of a focus if they can get them. An artificer does not have this option due to how they cast their magic. An artificer's magic is not like that of a wizard or bard. They do not call arcane energies from the weave itself. An artificer creates their spells through their tools of creation, channeling arcane magic through the seemingly mundane creations they make, causing fantastic effects out of what seem to be just tinkering. While from a mechanical perspective, this does the same thing as actually casting spells, the style and flavor of this is utterly fantastic. This is also why an artificer's spellcasting is based on intelligence, as it takes a quick and sharp mind to build devices to channel magic on the fly. Artificers have one more thing that makes the spellcasting unique. An artificer gets cantrips, which is unique for half-casters, but it's what they can do with the cantrips they learn that is truly special. When an artificer levels up, much like how a spells known caster can switch out one of their spells known of first level or higher, an artificer can switch out one of their cantrips for another. Essentially, the artificer, much like the other intelligence based caster, the wizard, is a combination of spells known and spells prepared type casting, but they both do it differently. At second level, an artificer gets the ability that truly makes them an artificer. They gain their ability to infuse mundane items with powerful magic abilities, creating prototype magic items. An artificer learns a set number of infusions, which starts at 4 and grows to 12 by 18th level. They can swap out one infusion for another when they gain a level, similar to most spells known casters and their spells. When an artificer finishes a long rest, they can touch a non-magical item and infuse it with magical abilities. If the item requires attunement, the artificer can attune to it at that time instantaneously. If they decide not to attune to it then, they must follow the typical attunement rules instead. This infusion lasts indefinitely unless the artificer dies, in which case the infusion fades after a number of days equal to the artificer's intelligence modifier. It also vanishes if the artificer gives up the knowledge of the infusion when they level up to swap it out for another infusion. An artificer can infuse more than one item per long rest, but there is a maximum number of infusions an artificer can have active at once, starting at 2, and working up to 6 at level 18. If they try to exceed this maximum, their oldest infusion immediately wears off as the new infusion applies. At level 3, an artificer gets their subclass, deciding what kind of specialist they are. There are currently three types of artificer specialists. The alchemist mixes reagents to create elixirs of varying effects. This is a support class type of artificer, healing for extra effect, 
granting temporary hit points when their elixirs are used, and gaining access to healing spells and a few damaging effects. The Artillerist is a blaster mage, along with a tactical support, creating arcane turrets with varying effects to blast their foes and improving the damage of their own spellcasting focus by carving complex sigils into it. They also gain access to powerful spells to control the battlefield, such as Wall of Fire and Wind Wall. The last specialty is the Battlesmith. Their name is very fitting, as they are a frontline tank of an artificer. They gain multiple spells that allow them to deal extra damage and support their frontline or nearby allies. They even get an ally to assist them on the front line, a Steel Defender. This Steel Defender is a construct made by the Artificer, which obeys its commands and can help the Artificer deal more damage. The Battlesmith Artificer also gets an ability to help them deal more damage or heal their allies. Along with their specialty, the Artificer also gains the ability to always have the right tools on hand no matter what the situation calls for. If the Artificer has a set of Tinker's tools on hand, they can spend an hour of uninterrupted work and perform a ritual to summon any set of Artisan's tools. They are not magical though, even if they are the product of magic. This set lasts until the Artificer uses this feature again. At 6th level, the Artificer gets Expertise, similar to the Bardic or Rogue, but instead of doubling their proficiency bonus in regards to skills, they get to double their proficiency bonus anytime they use their tools to make a check. At 7th level, an Artificer can use their quick mind to find solutions to an otherwise difficult problem. Whenever the Artificer or another creature within 30 feet of them makes an ability check or saving throw, the Artificer can use their reaction to give that creature a bonus on their roll, equal to the Artificer's intelligence modifier. An Artificer can give this flash of genius a number of times equal to the intelligence modifier, with a minimum of 1. They regain all uses of this ability whenever they finish a long rest. An artificer is a master of magical items, both creating them and utilizing them. This is reflected in their 10th level ability, where they become exceptionally adept with magic items. They can attune to 4 magic items at a time, rather than the typical restriction of only 3 attunements at a given time. They also gain the ability to craft common and uncommon magic items, in only a quarter of the normal time and half as much gold is needed to do so. This means that if an artificer wants to craft even more magic items than their infusions allow, they can do that easier and much quicker than their non-artificer counterparts. Once they reach 11th level, an artificer can infuse items with spells, not just magical effects. After a long rest, an Artificer can touch one simple or martial weapon, or an item that can be used by the Artificer as a spellcasting focus. Rather than infusing it with a magical property, they can instill a spell into the item of first or second level that is on the Artificer's spell list. They don't have to have the spell prepared to infuse an item with this ability, and whenever a creature is holding the item, they can use an action to cast the spell from the item. 
using the Artificer's relevant spell attack or spell save DC. If the spell requires concentration, the caster must maintain the concentration. A spell can be cast from a single item multiple times, with the magic disappearing once it has been cast a number of times equal to twice the Artificer's intelligence modifier with a minimum of 2. It also disappears if an Artificer uses this feature to store another spell. While an Artificer is already an adept with magic items creating their own with less time and cost, and can attune to an additional item, they become even more in tune with magical artifacts at level 14. They gain the ability to attune to 5 items instead of 4, allowing them to use a wider array of magical effects. They also gain the ability to ignore any class, race, spell, or level requirements when determining whether they can attune to a magic item or not. This leaves very few requirements to restrict an artificer. Artificers get one more boost to their ability to collect magical items for their use at level 18. This final boost is simply a boost to the number of items they can attune to, reaching their maximum of 6 items. This is double what a non-artificer can attune to, and these boosts actually align with the levels at which the artificer increases their maximum amount of infusions they can have going at one time. This allows an artificer to always be attuned to as many infusions as they can make if they choose to do so. The final step an artificer takes in their connection to the magic items they create, though, is to develop a mystical connection with the items they attune to. When they reach the pinnacle of power, 20th level, they are protected by their connections to their magic items, gaining a plus one bonus to all their saving throws per magic item they are attuned to, with a maximum of a plus six bonus to all saving throws. They are also protected from falling to zero hit points, as when they do, without being killed outright, they can instead unattune from one of their magic items in order to drop to one hit point instead, essentially giving them six chances to avoid death. The Artificer is a mid-range half-caster with a very interesting mechanic. They can play support, both tactical and healing, depending on their specialty. They can also easily take a spacer role, as most casters do, and a battlesmith artificer can take a frontline role as a tank, although without the health pool of a barbarian. But they do have a pool of health points in regards to their steel defender. Overall, in combination with their magic items, the Artificer is a very versatile class. In regards to multiclassing, an Artificer can add a touch of magic to otherwise mundane classes, especially with the ability to create magic items. This can provide classes like Fighter or Rogue with so many more options. Even though it's a class with so much variation though, it does an excellent job on its own. Artificers are crafters, or artists. They make things, both mundane and magical, and they also make wonderful party members. They are a powerful and varied class that can be great fun 
Next time, we'll begin a dive into the different people you might come across in your journeys throughout the lands. We'll start our discussion on the different races of D&D. Until next time, pick up a new creative process, make something, and leave your remark on the world. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I ask you to rate us highly on whatever channel you're using to listen. If you want to follow this on Twitter, check out at the Tavern Keep and tweet about us using hashtag Tavern Keep. If you want to support this project, other than sharing it on social media, you can check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash the Tavern Keeps Guide. I'm Ryan, and this has been the Tavern Keeps Guide. Thank you, and make sure to tip the barmaids. <laughs>